The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. for listening to the Keeping the Beauty show. I am your host, Akilah C. Thompson, alongside my beautiful co-host, Monique Cannon. And wow, I cannot believe it. We are in 2016, the first Keeping the Beauty show of this fabulous new year. I'm extremely excited and ready for all that 2016 has to offer. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. You are in for a treat. You can listen to our archive shows on our website, keepitabeauty.com. And now, officially, you can go to iHeartRadio.com. And if you search Keeping a Beauty, you can find our show. On this show, we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. So what's up, Monique? How was your new year? Oh, it was great. Not too much you know, going on on the new year, but I'm sure 2016 has some great things in store. So can't wait, can't wait. How, how about for you? Well, I want to ask you first, how did y'all bring in the new year? Well, Jerron had to work, so womp womp. Oh, boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so me and the kids... Jerron is, is Monique's husband. If those yes. are... It's my boo thing. Almost 20 years in the game this week. Um, But anyway, no, (laughs) me and the kids, we actually went over to his parents' house, celebrated with them for a little bit, and then we went to church with my mom and brought it in at the church. So um, all things went well, and then the next day we actually did a little cheers with the kids and my nephew was over. So it was fun. It was fun. The kids were like, let's, let's do something on new year's day when daddy's home. So of course we did that. So pretty cool, but they go back to school tomorrow and I am excited about it. <laughs> kids just make everything better. Uh, my they do, but not for 17 days. <laughs> Well, I'm, we born in the new year the same way. Uh, we went to church and then kind of hung out afterwards, went to dinner and did a little dancing at a little local Caribbean spot by the house. So it was cool. Uh, but I'm just really excited about all of the new things that are, are already showing up for 2016. So I just know this is going to be a really amazing year and I'm excited for all of the wonderful guests and topics that we're going to be touching in 2016 and how they're going to really help elevate the lives of all of our listeners. Um, So tonight, since we're, we're going to be talking about tapping into our feminine energy, and I wasn't going to do a hot topic, but it came up on my news feed and I just had to to share it with you. What was so, it? So, 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 so. so this is going to be good. <laughs> So, Jada Smith, who is, you know, Jada and Will's son, poses in a skirt for Louis Vuitton's women's wear. So, apparently, he is the face of Louis Vuitton's women's wear new line. So, he's posing in this picture with three other girls in this skirt. Hmm? And I'm like, yeah, women's Hmm. wear. Hmm. Okay. So, are there not enough women out here to do that? I'm... Well then, okay. well then, well then, well then, I had to like look into it. So apparently, I'm late. That there is this whole like genderless clothing movement where you know, oh, making different things. And they said, you know, some designers have been doing it for years, like the Gap and North Face, American Apparel. They've all been making you this like clothing. But now it's like you know, I was on QZ.com and they were saying that retailers should just ditch men's and women's departments and embrace genderless fashion. 
Well, yeah. I've seen I've seen some models and such, and actually, um, I know a girl that has been posing and doing some different things in generalist clothes, clo- or I guess I don't even know what what is the correct term. What's what's the term? You, just unisex? Is that still our term here? Um, in unisex clothing, but. It's like, this is like this genderless movement. So they're saying that gendered fashion is on its way out because it's like gender roles are changing. So they say since gender roles are changing and previously clothing has been attached to people's genders. So that's why this whole genderless clothing thing is is a big deal. All I'm saying is that Sean better not come home talking about (laughs) he want to wear skirts. (laughs) Like... It's just like we're not going nowhere in the same outfit. Like it's just not like at all. You guys can be twinsies. <laughs> it's crazy is like like Jaden has a girlfriend and like she's cute. And I'm just like I just don't get it. I mean, this must be this this new generation where like they're attracted to dudes that's like rocking skirts. Like whatever. Like hey. Well, we might have to do a show on that. I'm sure I have some friends that could chime in. You have some friends that could chime in. We got yeah. we might have to do something about that. But you know. We'll, we'll see what Angelisa has for us tonight and the love department because she might have some some different perspectives on some things that maybe people are like, hold on, maybe gender roles aren't changing or we need to embrace some of our gender roles yeah, that we cause have. Because I'm, I'm just confused because I don't want to wear the pants. Like, please let me keep, keep <laughs> please let me keep the skirts. Like, just please. Skirt so, me, please. Thank you. <laughs> But I'm really excited about uh, tonight's show topic as we kick off our monthly series. January is really going to be all about love. Mm. Really digging into this language of love. So tonight, I am super excited about our guest. So we are starting 2016 off all right. So right. Our guest tonight (laughs) is the founder of the All Heart Coach and Enlightened Feminine Academy and is ready to share tips with us about transforming your love life in a fun, flirty, and joyful way. Tonight, we will discuss things for all levels of relationships. So from, you know, you're newly, you know, you're looking for a man or I shouldn't say you're looking for a man. You want to attract. That's why we're doing this feminine energy. You want to attract mm-hmm. that masculine energy. And for those that are in season relationships, you know, want to be able to spice it up a little bit. So Angelisa Almanza is a dynamic, humorous, and vibrant feminine energy empowerment and relationship coach. Her clients refer to her as their love coach. And as she always leads with and and with the heart. Raised in New York City, she has a professional background in human resources, like Modi. So y'all, y'all should be. <laughs> Which she enjoyed immensely, but ultimately her heart called her forth towards working on a closer and more intimate basis with people looking to take their lives to new heights. I just love how it seems like all of our guests we've had today have taken a leap into doing what they love. And that's just beautiful. So leading with vulnerability and compassion, Coach Angelisa supports her clients in cutting through the noise and carving a clear and honest vision for themselves and their romantic relationships. Welcome, Angelisa, to the show. Welcome. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> I just got to say, I'm like coming on the call. I'm cracking up over here. Because <laughs> you, you won't believe it. I was just having the conversation about Jaden, like, no joke, really? like two hours ago. First of all, if he just like showed up in a skirt, we would have problems not because he's wearing the skirt, but because he didn't warn me about the skirt. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, it was so funny because I'm like, listen, you know, this is this is my take on it. And I like commented on something online or whatever. Cause I said, you know, here's the thing, you gotta think about who Jaden Smith is, right? Like Jaden Smith is like set for life. He's got all the money he could ever need. He's got parents that love and accept him. He's got like a famous family, right? Like he's chilling. He's just trying to find his place in the world and like find purpose and like whatnot. 
So I'm like, listen, I don't know how I would be if I was like, however, what, how old is he? 21, 22. If I was the early 20s kid who doesn't have to fit into society whatsoever to make my living. Like most of us make our choices off like fitting into like a societal structure, right? Like, like we can't go to work just dressing all any kind of way and working 50, 60 hours a week, whatever we're doing. Like Jaden Smith don't got to answer to nobody. <laughs> He really doesn't, you know? He really doesn't. And he's actually 17. And he's out here, like, disrupting, you know, like... And so, for part of me, it's like, like, go, do you, Jaden. Like, if that makes you happy rocking, you know, a toga or, like, (laughs) if wearing a kilt, wearing a kilt makes you feel powerful, like, do you, Jaden, you know? And if your girl's down with it, like, got it. But, you know, I would would be concerned if my, like, 6'2", you know, big black boyfriend was, like, wearing a skirt in the street, I'd be a little scared. <laughs> I'm like, babe, like that, that, that would be a conversation and we would have to see where the motivation was coming from. But honestly, if he was, you know, if my man was like a gadrillionaire who really didn't have to answer to nobody, shake or whatever he wants. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it real on this show. Oh my gosh! I have bad energy. I'm telling you, <laughs> we were just having that call. I was just dying over here because I was like, we were just talking about this. Okay. Well, I think I, like, I think the thing is, is it's a movement, and and clearly, it is a movement. Anything that we have in fashion, um, we know they wouldn't have put it out there if there wasn't a market for it. Absolutely, and that's part of I guess the whole thing of what we teach is. Be yourself, be authentic, be true to who you are. And if that's who you are, then rock it. Go for it. Yeah. I wouldn't want my husband coming home. He wouldn't try to pull that off. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, um. He would, I would be like, babe, I bought you this. He'd be like, I don't care what brand it is. It's not going down that way. So, you know. He just well, it's like, it's like you said, it's, there's, a, there's a market for it. It's a specific kind of person that's going to like, you know, rock the style or even be interested in the style. And, and I would hope, like, I, I mean, you never know, right? But like, I would hope that you know the person you're with enough to know if that's something they might be interested in. <laughs> Like, are you, have you ever been interested in wearing skirts? Um, so then you hopefully wouldn't be surprised if he came home with like Victoria's Secret bag that wasn't for you. Um, you know, hopefully you would be aware of that. But yeah, no, it's like you said, it's, there's, there's absolutely a market for it. You know, I, I literally just spent um, the last two days with my, with, with my boyfriend's family and, um, and some of them are activists. They live out in the Bay. They're beautiful people. And, you know, and they're, and they're, and they're about that life, like no gender roles and all that whole thing. So we're the ones who are having the conversation and it's, and it's, and it's, I mean, like, obviously I'm more traditional and, and I have a more traditional kind of like mindset around myself and like what I'm about, but like, listen, more power to you. If, like I said, if Jaden feels powerful wearing skirts and if, you know, Kanye's wearing long shirts that look like dresses, like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> If, yeah. If that, makes them, if that makes them feel empowered as a human being, and they can go out there and like impact the, the world the way they want to, then listen, you know. Well, who, who am I to say otherwise? <laughs> well, we're gonna have to come back to this later, then, so that you can help us speak from our feminine space. If this is a situation that we come across and somebody comes home in a skirt, <laughs> I tell them how to handle it. Absolutely. Yeah, how, how to handle this. So, I mean, let's start by, tell us a little bit about Angelisa, you know, like where you're from, what you do and how you started um, All Heart. Um, so, well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on. I'm like super excited. Any kind of platform I could like share people, that, share with people this information and, and what I do is I'm always so grateful for it. So I just wanted to say absolutely thank you for having me on. And um, um, I guess about me, I I am uh, 28 years old. I'm an Aries. I live <laughs> I live in Washington Heights um, here in Manhattan. And um, I I've kind of been like a Jane of all trades most of my life. I think it was in my blood to be an entrepreneur. My father's an entrepreneur. Has always worked for himself and. You know, so I'm I'm the kind of person that I've always thrown myself into things that I that interest me in the moment that I really love. Um, I'm a trained chef. I went to culinary school. I worked in restaurants in New York. Then I like gave that life up because I was like, this lifestyle's crazy. Then I like jumped into human resources. Love that. Love the aspect of being with people. Um, worked for a company I really loved for a while. And then really, um, it I, it was such an 
an interesting and fluid kind of progression into becoming a love coach. The feedback I got from most of my friends when I, you know, like I was like coming out of the entrepreneur closet, right? So I was like, guys, I'm going to leave my job and start a business. <laughs> and like I had all this, I had all this angst about it, right? And most of my friends were like, uh, you've been doing that for like ever. So you getting paid for it just makes sense now. <laughs> like I've always kind of been that person that supports people, specifically through, through their relationships. I think that people have, geniuses, right? And I think psychologists have narrowed down like the seven geniuses. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but there's like music and, and sports and whatever it is. And um and I'm 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 very clear and have been for a long time that people are definitely my genius and and being in relationship and and socially, um, I'm clear that that's my genius. I I'm an empath, I'm with people, I I'm an intuitive love coach. I get messaging for people as I'm talking to them. Like that's a whole nother conversation, but so it was really a very natural progression. While I was at my last job, um, I, I had women who really just were like, yo, you've been on the phone with me for two hours. Can I pay you? <laughs> they were like, you've been helping me through this relationship for a minute. Like, do you do this for real? Like, hey, can, can we have a workshop? So it kind of came to me. It wasn't something that I actually um, realized I could make a business until an entrepreneur, powerful entrepreneur friend of mine said, listen, can we have a workshop? What you've been telling me, other women need it. And the first time I did that workshop, I've never felt so purposeful in my life. And that mm-hmm. was, and that was in 2014. That was December, 2014. And I remember, you know, coming home that night, it was my first workshop was 10 women out in Long Island And I came home and I said, whoa, like I've never felt that feeling before of like, Mm. like I was with these women for six hours on like a sun, you know, on a Sunday afternoon and, and to see their transformation in the six hours we were together, like they looked like different people. It was so unreal. Like I just never, I, I never experienced myself Mm. as like a, you know, as like a vessel for that kind of healing especially yeah. in such a short amount of time until that day. And that's really when I said, okay, I think, I think this is something I need to pursue um, and really give it more time and more energy, as, especially as someone who's always looking for like, you know, my purpose in the world. And I've, as a young kid, even I've always kind of been in that conversation. It's like, what do I want to leave behind? You know, what's the mark I want to have? And this is kind of has become the vehicle for me. So all heart coach, you know, a friend of mine gave me the name. Actually, I couldn't come up with a name for my business. And, and she's the one that gave me the name as I was supporting her. And I said, wow, that really lands for me. So, you know, and here we are, it's, um, I'm coming on my one year business anniversary in February. So I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hyped. like I left my job last February and I'm like, wow, I'm not hopeless yet. Okay. Wow. I think we're doing okay. <laughs> I was like, I think we're doing yeah. right. So I'm very, very excited. Good. So, I mean, our topic tonight really centers around loving in a feminine way. So yes. many of our listeners may be wondering, like, what exactly, like, you know, give us a definition of what's this feminist movement as it relates to love is. So can you, you know, for just a moment, um, so that we're all aware and we'll understand for, like, the conversations going forward, like, what is this feminine energy all about? Because this tonight we're all about speaking from your feminine. Absolutely. So, so just a qu- I'll give you guys the, the the crash course, right? The crash course 101. So essentially, the feminine and masculine energies are, and and I want to be clear, it has very little to do with gender, right? So we were talking about gender earlier. It has very little to do with gender. Everyone has both. Everyone has both a masculine energy that runs them and the feminine energy that runs them. What I've learned for myself and what was my journey through love and 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 how I really created the relationship I have now was the imbalance, especially now in the world with with women taking on more and really now living in a in a society that tells us we can have and do more. Um, women now are very much in touch with their masculine energy. We're out there. We're creating. This is the part of you that lives in your head. I call it your head energy. It's your planning energy. It's your controlling energy. So the part of you that uh, sets sets things up and executes, the part of you that strategizes, the part of you that really um, creates a vision and then makes the bullet points of how am I going to get what I want, right? That's the masculine part of you. It's, it's all in your head. It's all about doing. This is the part of you that is about taking action. While the feminine part of you is a more 
passive energy. So while I say the masculine energy is in it, it's an aggressive energy. It's a going after energy. Your feminine energy is a passive energy. It's a receiving energy. So if you think about like, I, I always use the, the analogy of a cereal bowl. It's like if the, if the masculine energy is the cereal, right, which is like the content, then the feminine energy would be the bowl. It's the context. If there is no bowl, then where are you going to put the cereal? There's nowhere to put the damn cereal. So <laughs> if, you're, if your bowl, if your bowl isn't up to par, if you if you have not nourished this bowl, if this bowl is cracked and little and has nowhere to go, then the cereal has nowhere to go. So really your feminine energy, I say, is your heart energy. This is the part of you that lives in the moment. So your masculine energy is always looking forward. So for us control freaks <laughs> listening in who are always kind of like, especially uh, in dating on the defense, right? We're always mm-hmm. looking for the, the trap door and when's the, you know, when's the, when's the next shoe going to drop and we can't be in the moment. That's an imbalance of our masculine energy. It keeps running you. And what happens when we're making choices from our masculine energy, um, it's extremely repellent to a man's masculine energy because a man wants to be in his masculine energy, but he needs the pol- the polarizing effect of a, fem- of a female's feminine energy in order for him to step into it. So it's a beautiful, it's learning how to balance those two things. The feminine is about being in your heart. It's about being present. It's about being authentic, being honest. And really that's connecting you to your true feelings. I mean, emotions run your feminine energy. Anytime you are disconnected from your emotions in a way that's real, because there's times where you know, um, I used to be someone who my first emotion was always anger. Mm. So, you know, so like if I was hurt, guess what? It was going to look angry. If I felt embarrassed, it was going to look angry. If I felt frustrated, it was going to look angry. And it wasn't until I did work with myself and really healing that part of myself that I, I started getting in touch with the difference in emotions. I said, oh, I feel sad or I feel disappointed or I feel embarrassed. And the reason this is so incredibly important is because men, men are not scared of emotion. What they're scared of is drama. And <laughs> drama shows up when you, when you do not have the verbiage and the communication to let a man know what you need and what you require of him. And then he can choose whether he wants to be, right? Then he can choose if he wants to be there or not. So this is really this journey into being uh, the enlightened feminine, which is why I have my enlightened feminine academy. It's about learning one what kind of environment do I need to thrive in? Every woman is different. We need different things to thrive in a relationship. How can I show up my best self? So there's right. a couple of things there is what is my best self? Everyone is different. I, I love working with women and really getting women to be very clear on what is unique about you that makes you so fucking magical because every single woman is magical. You have a, there's a quality about you that no matter what a, a man will never find in another woman. So it's not about being, you know, and, and sometimes people, when they don't speak to me, they think, oh, it's about being like a Stepford wife, right? <laughs> a Stepford wife or a cookie cutter. And I'm like, hell no. It's about being the most you you've ever been. Okay. And right. And how Let I me, present that in a I way that back is authentic. You, I want to back you up a little bit. because you Please do. You <laughs> something about being able to communicate to a man what you want, like, yes. or, or what is it that you require or that you need from him? Yes. So, um, in, in wanting to be able to inspire, uh, a man's masculine energy and, and also be able to really communicate what you want from him. I mean, how do we like enlighten ourselves? Like what characteristics or traits would really help us be able to communicate what those things are that we want and that we need. Cause I can even say sometimes in my, in my own relationship, you know, me and Sean do, we do couples therapy. And right. one of the things that I've learned is that there are some times where uh, I'm trying to communicate something with him to him, but we're not speaking the, the same, same language. language or I just don't know how, even though I feel like I'm communicating, like I'm very good at communicating, but there's there's something missing and that I'm not in, in certain instances able to communicate whatever that is that's needed. So I, I think perhaps there's maybe a way of being. Absolutely. Or that's not present. That's why there's that break in communication. So I mean, just beautiful. 
care. That's such, just, a, that's such a great question. Yeah. Monique, did you want to say something? <laughs> Were you saying so? Oh, I'm sorry. I no, didn't I want to cut you off. No. <laughs> okay, great. No, that's such a great question. So, so this is, there's a whole, in, in my program, there's actually an entire chapter on feminine communication because you're like, what you said is absolutely right. You think you're saying what you need to say and then he's just like not getting it or it's not landing. And then it creates more frustration, which, you know, can spiral you into a, 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 if it's my relationship, spiral us into a five hour fight at two in the morning, <laughs> which no one's happy Girl. about. <laughs> listen, I always keep it real with everyone. I'm like, listen, I'm a love coach, but I'm coaching myself like a hundred percent of the time. Cause like shit gets real around here. So, you know, and be, and, and the thing, and the reality is that if you were the masculine man, which is why you love him he's not gonna be like some push over right like some like push over yeah. carpet dude like he's gonna like stand up for himself and be like yo what's trying to say to me right now so so here's a piece so the first thing I tell women is there's the feminine journey is about going from being reactionary to being really an inquiry so a lot of the feminine journey for most women, um, and definitely for myself, is a journey in healing, right? So it's a journey in realizing, okay, am I, what am I really upset about right now? Or what is it that I need? And what is it that I want to say? So I always, my, my first thing and my first kind of tip about that is you never want to talk to someone when you're triggered. If you know that like you, you just got really upset or you don't know exactly what it is that you want out of this conversation, don't have the conversation. So that, that's the part of learning how to, con- you know, it's, I've been on a Star Wars kick. So I'm like, <laughs> I've been on a Star Wars kick. Like, this is about like being a Jedi almost. And you want to, <laughs> you want to start really creating that relationship with yourself around, okay, we're going to have some, some me time so I can really get clear on what this problem is. And I do a couple of things and a couple of exercises I have where I check in, like, am I mad at him or is there something he did that offended me that is one of my boundaries were crossed? Or am I being triggered about something from my past, right? Whether it's uh, an ex-boyfriend, a parent, a friend, whatever. Um, I always check in, have my boundaries been crossed or have my feelings been hurt or is it both? And they both matter for different reasons. But you always want to go into conversations, especially with a man and especially with a masculine man, knowing what you want the outcome to be. Something that doesn't work for men is when you just kind of like throw feelings at them and they don't know what you require. Like they don't like, you know, what is it that you want from them? Like it's, it's, if you just say, I'm really mad and I'm really sad and that's it, that's going to frustrate him because men are they're, they want to fix <laughs> a masculine no, man, right? You, you are so right. Like I get that from Sean all the time because I'm the type of person where like when I'm upset, I need my space. Like yes. I don't really want to like go back and forth <laughs> with you. And like Sean is like very, you know, he's a code guy. So like everything <laughs> has to be, it has to make sense. And if why I'm mad doesn't make sense, we have to go back and forth about it so that he understands. And sometimes, I just, don't, sometimes I just don't want him to understand. I just want to yes. be mad. And I just don't want to talk about it. But that's actually one thing that's come out in 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 like our therapy sessions. And even when I've had guys on the show, I've had Sean on the show with, with other guys, they said that as men, they're naturally fixers. Like yes. and I don't think women we realize that like, like they want to fix things. And like well, once we get that, <laughs> it's yeah. And you want to look and, and, and it's so perfect because look at this from the masculine and, and feminine dynamic. It makes complete sense when we are all up in our feelings, however we're feeling, we are smack dab in our feminine. We are like, let's like, that's it. Whatever the feeling is, whether you're pissed, whether you're angry, whether you're hurt, disappointed, whatever it is, you're smack dab in your feminine. Like I was say you're in your feminine tornado, right? You are so present. You're so present to your feelings that you really don't see anything else. Now he, especially as his woman that he loves and cares about, he wants you to be happy. I want to be clear that as a masculine man, if he's just a borderline, like not even borderline, but like a basic, if he's just a basic good dude, it doesn't have to be, you know, like the best man, you know, the bachelor, whatever. Like he really, if he's just a basic good dude and he's chosen to be in a committed relationship with you, he wants you to be happy. That's a, that's the border. That's the basic knowledge you need to know. This man wants me to be happy if he's chosen to be with me. He already knows his life is better when you're happy. <laughs> so he knows that. <laughs> right. so that's smart man, smart know. man. 
But what happens to us sometimes is because we have unresolved things, right? We And we have unresolved issues, and it really would depend on whatever the issue is at the moment. It's like now, and, and listen, even I do it, even with all my experience and what I know works, where I'm just like, I want to lash out, or I want to make you feel bad, or I want you to feel what I feel, and I don't want you to fix it. I don't care. Or I'm going to test you and make you work really hard, <laughs> and make you work really hard to win me over. And like, and you, those are the things that we women do, and it definitely, definitely doesn't work. Now, this thing, if a man's for you and the man, and he's like that dude, guess what? He's going to do the work anyway. So I always tell women, you don't have to be super strict with yourself because he's going to do the work anyways. But if you're really looking to create harmony, if you're looking to create peace in your relationship, you really want to think about it and like, what can I give him even though I'm hurt right now and even though I'm in pain, what can I give him so we can move this relationship forward? I, I now, especially now, um, and you know, we have our breakdowns and our moments, but I never go into, into a really, into a conversation with my man unless I know what I want the outcome to be. Mm. Because you know what? I'm really frustrated right now. And he's like hanging out, you know, he's like, he's like, all right. Do I really want me to be upset and him to be upset? And now we're at a standstill. I'm like, that's not fair. It's just not fair. And he doesn't know what he, what he needs to give me in the moment. So this is about really, uh, to being an empowered enlightened feminine woman is to really take responsibility for your emotions, for your feelings and for your needs, not in a space of like what he does doesn't matter or you know what, but he did me wrong. Like, yeah, like sometimes that happens, but it's about relating to the masculine in a way where you will support him because what happens is he wants to connect to you. He wants to make it better. Um, men discover their feminine power through their, through their women's emotions so if we are not well versed in what our needs are and what and what our authentic feelings are men feel lost at sea and this is what's so beautiful about this work that when you really start integrating your feminine power into your relationship he is going to find new levels of himself he never found before the safety he's going to start feeling with you is unlike any safety he's ever felt with another woman because you're no longer manipulating him or he's no longer feeling manipulated or feeling guilt tripped. Now you can really just say to him, wow, babe, I, I feel really disappointed. I didn't like when X, Y, Z going forward. I would prefer if X, Y, Z, what do you think? Where now it's a conversation. Now he feels included. It's not just you telling him, well, this, this is what it's going to be. Right. Which like men don't, men don't like that. And that's not an empowered way for you to be either because you're not creating a space for possibility for who he gets to be to make you happy. So it becomes this beautiful give and take. So when it comes to that, my love, absolutely taking the time to be with yourself and taking full responsibility of your needs in a way of like, he doesn't have to ever do anything for me. He's his own person, but I get to invite him into what I need and let's see, and let's see what it's going to be. Sometimes it's like, of course, I'm so sorry. Other times it's, you know what? I don't see it that way. And now we got to talk about it. But if you go into it in a, with, with the space of creativity and possibility, which is really what the feminine is about, she's not trying to figure out, well, how's he going to react to this? She's cause that that's your masculine mind. Well, I don't want to say this because then he's going to say this. Or if I just tell him this, he's going to react the way he always reacts. Or if I do this, he's always going to do this. So why do I even bother? That's our masculine mind. It's trying to figure out the pieces. It's playing a chess game. Guess what? The feminine, she doesn't play chess. (laughs) The feminine, she's too busy dancing by herself. Like like love and life. (laughs) Okay, well... Well, then, like, because from from looking at this and I mean, for those that are joining late in, you know, Angelisa has broken down sort of the masculine energy, which I know I got lots of masculine energy like that. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we're strategizing, we're executing. We're yes. so. But actually, Sean, like, loves that part about me. Like, he's. Yes, I'm sure he by does. That, by that side. But all what the feminine energy side is, is you, you're saying like our passive energy where we're receiving mm-hmm. you know our heart energy being being authentic so how do we like find this balance without because i think when people hear feminine energy they're thinking you know i'm being really girly i'm being mm-hmm. submissive you know i'm being you know I, I'm, I'm sure we have some feminists that are on the line that you know in this in this age that we're in where mm-hmm. in, in relationships 
there aren't really we're moving towards these genderless relate roles relationships mm-hmm. aren't the roles aren't the same anymore so it's like well, how do we find that nice balance where beautiful be feminine and I can and he can enjoy also my masculine qualities but at the Absolutely. same time I'm not annoying because that being too feminine giving him too much feminine energy can mm-hmm. also get hella annoying you know, <laughs> our feminine energy will have us crying and, you know, maybe complaining and, and other things as well. That is also a repellent for a man. So how do we find balance? Well, and, so. and before you address that, Angelisa, yeah. I want to yes, tag, tag this on too. Just, you know, I think too, we have all of this independence going on, right? I mean, yes. even with all three of us are entrepreneurs. I mean, we're out here, we're doing these different things. I mean, how do we balance that in addition to, or maybe for the woman who has this career where she's an executive? or she's a director level and you know it's a time thing and there's all these different things and you don't want him to to think oh I don't care about you um Mm -hmm. you're no longer my baby now this Mm -hmm. business is my baby or this job is my baby or Mm -hmm. I have the kids you know so there's there's all these different elements so if you can just give us some exercises or some insight into how do we make him a part of it like you were talking about before a part of this equation in such a way that um he doesn't feel left out and Beautiful. that we can still be dainty enough and you know <laughs> without being annoying Love you know that. just how do we put all of these different moving parts together because I think that independence thing when you were talking about we may be hurt what's triggering us and all of that there's a lot of triggers that women have right oh a lot a absolutely relationship of being broken or you know just having to find balance and in, 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 in different things so just kind of put all of those pieces together for us if you beautiful <laughs> and I love you know and and I like, I just love it because it's like, and you'll see a lot of this will in like kind of all interjects together. And I'm always on like 500 tangents because there's, it is a big, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try and break down some of it. So first of all, what you were saying, I think it was you, Akila. So I want you to, and I always, I always coach through this. You never want to think about, cause this, and I promise you, I like, I, I guarantee you the man who loves you you will annoy him and he will still love you. <laughs> you will, I, I can almost guarantee if you don't annoy him, if you don't annoy him, then you probably, he probably doesn't love you. So. <laughs> I oh, can second that. So, so here, yeah. So here's the thing. It's like, I, this is really, and the journey I take my clients through, um, is really about and we're all in different stages and different places, all different levels of healing. It's a, I want to be clear, your, your journey to your empowered feminine and what it looks like is one, your own journey. It's not going to look like any other woman. And two, it's a journey of healing. And what happens when specifically the feminine in, in the relationship, being the woman, um, and, I, and I'll talk a little bit about how that can look if it's the other way around, because sometimes there are very masculine energy women who like being masculine energy and feminine energy men who like being feminine energy. So it could look a little bit different. But if, you know, for all intents and purposes, I'm a masculine energy woman out in the world. Like, like you were saying, entrepreneurs, we, we like holding shit down. We like being in charge. We like leading that in our careers, in our finances, even in different parts of our lives gives us a lot of fulfillment. But a lot of women like us in relationships do not seek that. Um, in relationships, we want to feel like the man can hold things together. Um, so I, I kind of want to do a little backtrack and talk about what the what motivates both energies, because this will give you some insight. So the masculine energy is this is what runs the masculine energy. It seeks respect, admiration, and to be looked up to. So think about yourself, any arena in your life where that's what you're seeking. You want to be, you want to be respected. You want to, that's what motivates you. You want to be looked up to. You want people to say, she's the one I want to go to her. So there's a way you're going to bring, right? Or your ways of being, you're going to bring to that, whether it's your career or whatever it is, that's really, uh, that's the motivation. The feminine energy's motivation is to feel safe, to feel cherished, and to feel honored. That's the, that's the part of you that really wants to come out in your, especially your intimate relationships, especially your intimate relationships with the person who knows you the most, who sees you naked, who sees you in the most vulnerable positions, that more than anything, 
That's what your feminine energy, whether you're aware of it or not, is seeking. And whenever any of those things are not in alignment, whenever we don't feel safe with our man, whenever we don't feel secure, whenever we don't feel cherished or honored, right? We feel taken for granted or we feel left behind or we feel, you know, um, neglected. It starts kicking our shit up, right? <laughs> we start, we start getting a little antsy. So when yeah. you know that those are the things that are, that motivate your feminine energy, you get to tap in and say, okay, first of all, what's missing? What's missing? Because it's all communication. I mean, relationships are 100% communication. What's missing? I don't feel safe. Maybe there's, you know, another girl hanging around, or maybe there's, you know, some shady business that you, that's making you feel insecure, whatever it is. You know, I hear it all with my clients. Or maybe it's, I don't feel honored. So maybe, you know, I don't, I, I trust him completely with our relationship, and I never think he would be um, unfaithful, but I feel a little neglected. He hasn't been complimenting me as much, you know, whatever those things are that come up in relationships. Once you start realizing like what's missing here, that doesn't feel nourishing to my feminine energy, then you can start making requests. And that's when a relationship grows. So here's what I tell women, make your requests. You never want to like, well, I'm not going to request this from him because I don't want to annoy him. I always say, fuck that noise. <laughs> like, fuck that noise. Cause guess what? Your man who's signing up for you, first of all, he knows he's signing up for like a trip, first of all. Second of all, you're worth the work. Remember, the masculine energy wants to work. If you don't give him something to do, he has nothing. Like, he's just like kind of like hanging out idle. And if you're happy all the time, he's happy with that. But if you're not happy and you're breaking down, all of a sudden you're pulling away. You don't feel as good about yourself. You're not dressing up as much. All these little things start taking a toll on you. He doesn't feel like he's doing his job. So Mm -hmm. it really is this give and take. And that's where the receiving part comes in, where don't be scared of requesting what you need, but it's that balance of, you know what, I'm going to fill myself and this is what I want to get to get into because, um, uh, Monique, you were asking about, you know, like techniques or strategies to keep ourselves in our feminine, how to balance those things. Cause this is the thing. It's a, it's a 360, it's a 360 thing. I'm going to take care of myself in a way that will honor my own feminine, and guess what? When I'm doing that, asking of that from you, asking you to honor me becomes so much easier when I've been honoring myself. Mm. When I haven't been honoring myself, whether it's my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, if I'm like looking a hot mess 24-7, let myself go, I feel shitty. Now I'm looking for you to validate me and make me feel better, but you don't know what you're doing because you see me and I'm not doing anything for like it's just all it becomes a hot mess, right? <laughs> Think about that. Think about yeah, that. No, it's true. It's yeah, a hot mess. Sense. But when you're on when you're doing you. If your man is not stepping up and like and doing what he needs to do to be your dude and you and he knows what you like, whether it's dates, the things that are important to you, right? Whether it's dating, whether it's, you know, kissing, whether it's like holding hands, whether it's gifts, whatever it is, if you've been taking care of you, you notice much faster when when your man isn't taking care of you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey. I've been doing X, Y, Z. Like, I would like to do this. I would like to do this. And then men are inspired by that. Here's the piece, ladies. When we take, when we honor ourselves and create a space of cherishing what we need and who we are, men are inspired to do the same, period. They are inspired. You don't, you barely have to say anything. Like, I promise you, a man's going to be like, damn, she's looking right right now. Like, I got to step my shit up because she's about to go like, and I promise you, like, that that competition kicks in for them. Like, the whole thing, it's the masculine way of being. So f- that's that's one thing I want you to definitely keep in mind is don't ever be scared of asking. Yeah. It's all in how you're asking for for sure. Uh, honor him and who he is as a man. But make sure, definitely never stop asking. I plan to never, ever, ever <laughs> stop making requests. Because guess what? Like, and you, and you could probably think about this, both of you are in, are in long-term relationships where you know, you maybe were on his case or bothering him or he was annoyed and it was visible, whatever. But then ultimately he, he gives you what it is that you need or what you wanted. And he feels good about himself. He feels good. He's like, damn, I succeeded. Like, she, she's good now. We're good. And then they crave this. The masculine energy wants to be respected, admired, and looked up to. So give him something for him to be respected for, admired for, and looked up to for. 
I can't believe Chad is already giving me the five minutes. Yeah. Uh, like, where has this time gone? We're going to have to have Angelisa back for like a part. Yes. <laughs> I would love to. But because I, I have an idea, I mean, some people have been uh, messaging me that they're listening. And I know some people are looking for, uh, they, they want to, they've declared a sexy relationship. So how would you... How do you coach your clients that are not in relationships, that are dating and that are looking to get in a long-term relationship? How do you use the speaking from your feminine and and kind of tapping into your feminine power to help them attract the the kinds of relationship that that, that they want? Okay, beautiful. Yeah, so my my single clients who are looking to be unsingled, um, really... (laughs) First, I always like to do an inventory. So you need to check check in. That's the first thing. I want you to like take some time, whatever it is you do, pray, meditate, pull out the Bible, whatever it is that you do. First of all, decide and get very clear on what it is that you want. Do you really want a long-term relationship? Now, for someone who's yeah. been in a long-term relationship, you know what that looks like and what that you know entails. Long-term relationships are work. The feminine energy, the masculine energy, everything you have, all the tools, no matter what it is work, it is internal work. It is, it can be painful work. Healing is painful. And the beauty of healing is that it hurts, right? And then it doesn't hurt so much. But if you want to be in a long-term relationship, that's healthy. Cause listen, anybody can have a boyfriend tomorrow. I promise you, like you can have, a, you can meet some guy tomorrow who's willing to jump into a relationship tomorrow. I would not advise that cause that guy probably has issues, but if like really <laughs> you could be in a relationship if you really wanted to, but is what you want is what's the kind of relationship I really want. And am I ready for that? Am I ready for the work because relationships are work, work. right? Are. Am I am I ready? Am I ready to put in the sweat and the tears and the blood, you know, to really have this glorious, beautiful union and this partnership? So first of all, it's getting clear on what is it that I really want. Am I willing to get uncomfortable? If you are wanting to have a relationship unlike a relationship you've ever had before, it's gonna take you being different and tapping into different parts of you that you probably have never done or trying things you've never tried. So that's the first. I always say get extremely clear. Girl, Secondly, amen. Right? Secondly, write it down. <laughs> amen. Like, real, like, get clear. Start write, write it down. What does it look like? I always tell women, um, I love this exercise where write out your perfect day in your perfect relationship. So just like, like free write. You know, pick a Sunday, a Sunday afternoon or a Friday night, whatever it looks like. And, and, and start visualizing what that really feels like. How do you want to experience your relationship? Now, this isn't criteria. This isn't, I always tell women, scrap the list, get like, you know, making six figures and this and that has a car, like bump that, that that's so like, we're not even, no, <laughs> that's not it. Cause the guys that can have all of that will not give you the experience you're looking for. So I want you to get extremely clear on what's the experience I want to have with men. So that's the, for before we, if you're single and you want to be in a committed relationship, there's, there's going to be some steps in between there. I want you to start asking yourself, what's the experience I'm looking to have with men, period. The moment that you start experiencing men on a first date, on a fifth date, on a third date, the way you experience yourself with, uh, you know, in your mind with the man you really want to be with, it will attract him so quickly. I cannot even tell you. I went from dating. I went on a dating palooza. So I'll tell you guys real quick. I was single for 25 years, legit single virgin. Like (laughs) men were not on my radar. I was like doing my thing, traveling the world. I was like, whatever, watching my girlfriends break down and boohoo over boys. I was like, not for me. (laughs) Like, right. And then 20, 25 years old, I was like, shit, I'm single as fuck. I guess this just isn't going to happen. Like (laughs) I thought it would just happen naturally. And I decided, you know what? It's going to be 2012. It's going to be my year for love. And I jumped in 100%, changed my wardrobe, started dressing in a way that really made me feel sexy, made me feel desired, put myself out there, stopped apologizing about my weight and my height and whatever the hell other stupid ass stories I had. And guess what? For nine months, I dated up a storm. I got the you know bedroom experience I've, I had been wanting, had a great year. I only dated men I was into. I mean, had a blast. And I, pro- ladies, I, I cut it off with a dude 
I cut it off with a dude who was kind of a friends with benefits because I was clear I wanted a relationship. I said, I think I'm done. I was like, listen, I was in the casual thing, dating three, four nights a week. Like, it was crazy. I was like, this is great, but I think I'm ready to build. When I got super clear to the point that I took action, this is the piece, took action on my clarity. I cut it off with my super hot friends with benefits. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. You know, I'm looking for something stable. Two weeks later, I met the man who we've now been living together three years. Two weeks wow. later. Two weeks. Mm. And, and, and that's the day we met. He actually messaged me on a, on a dating website that I hadn't checked in two months. The next day after me breaking up with friends with benefits. Like, it's taking that action, having that clarity, and then doing what you got to do. Like, like, don't be a pansy ass. Just get out there. <laughs> No, it's so true. <laughs> we have to wrap up, but I just want to say thank you so much, Angelisa. That was like very, very, very informative. And you're just a ball of, of joy and love. Oh, thank y'all so much. <laughs> I talk like a mile a minute. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have to rewind no. and listen back. <laughs> oh, good. They have a, a bunch to, to go back and listen to. Uh, if you want to find more information or, or, or coach with Angelisa or learn about um, her academy, you can go to allheartcoach.com. Yes. And or you can find me. I'm always on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook either under my name, Angelisa Almanzar, or All Heart Coach, my business page. Yeah. And I would love to hear from any of you. Any, you know, any, any questions you have, please feel free to reach out. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always looking to speak to, to women and support as best as I can. So please reach out, like don't hesitate whatsoever. So I want to just thank everyone for joining us this evening. And if you want to, we, we really, really want to hear from you. So let us know what are some of the things, some of the topics you want to, uh, want us to talk about on the show. So you can go to keepingthebeauty.com and send us your questions, your comments, suggestions. We have a lot of huge things happening in 2016. We're actually doing a vision board party and New Year's declaration event this week, January 7th at 645 through 9 at 508th Avenue. You can find more information about that if you go to IamBeautyInc.com. Com. Again, thank you for joining us. You can find us again next week, same place, same time. Tell a friend. Next week, again, we'll be setting you up for success in the love department again, so you don't want to miss it. And remember, good relationships don't just happen. They take time, patience, and two people who truly want to work to be together. Keyword work. So good night, everyone. Be beautiful. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, ladies.